The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Hello, everybody. It is Vince Russo on this Monday morning, May 24th, 2021. That's when I record this show, and you get it available everywhere on Tuesday. This is a show called That's Life. I think this is the seventh year now that I've been doing this show. I think we are celebrating the seventh anniversary of Pyro and Ballyhoo, uh, which we launched, I believe, in May 2014. So this was one of the shows that I started on Pyro and Ballyhoo because it was very, very important to me to start this show. And it's funny, bro, because... When I look at this show, it kind of brings me to what I want to talk about today. And I think what I want to talk about today is something very important, Um, something that a lot of us don't realize. And um, it's a very, very, very important aspect of trying to learn, understand, figure out, find out God's will for you. Now, when I say God's will, what I mean by God's will is God put us all here on the earth. We are all different. We all have a different skill set. We all have strengths and weaknesses. But God created all of us with a very, very specific role in mind. There was something that we're supposed to be doing. And when we can figure out what that is, I believe that's when our life will be at total peace. When we are in the role that God created us to be in, Um, In my opinion, that is when we will have total peace, total tranquility, uh, and be in total alignment with God. You know, it's like if you go through life and you have so many jobs, as I did. Guys, I'll rattle off some of my jobs to you. you. You don't even know about my jobs. But when I was a kid, before I was 16, I was working. I'll tell you what I used to do. My first job was... I used to deliver the Long Island Press as a paperboy, which doesn't even exist anymore. Um, then I used to deliver like a, a batch of Sunday morning ads to people. So I went through that whole process of delivery newspaper boy. I don't even know if that's a thing. Any, it's not a thing anymore. But uh, back in my day, we had paper boys, newspaper boys. I was a newspaper boy. I started delivering the Long Island Press. I bet you I was about 13 years old. So I did that. I would Christmas carol around Christmas time to earn some money. I consider that a job. I would cut lawns to earn money. Believe it or not, I would babysit to earn money. 
Uh, this was all before I was 16 years old. I would babysit. Bro, I actually babysat to earn money. Um, then my very first job when I was 16 years old was I was a dishwasher at Howard Johnson's. I don't even know if Howard Johnson's is still a thing. There was a Howard Johnson's right across the street from MacArthur Airport. Uh, those of you on Long Island know what I'm talking about. I have no idea if it's still there. I doubt that it's there. But I um, I was a dishwasher at Howard Johnson's. I worked at Burger King for about two days. That's all I lasted there. I worked at Sabaro's, the pizza place, for about two days. That's all I lasted there. Um, man, guys, I have so many. I was a security guard. Um and I'm just trying to think just so I worked in a jewelry store for about two days. A lot of a lot of jobs I had, bro. And if I didn't like them, I got out right away. That That's three of them I just named. Man, I'm trying to remember where else. I, oh, OK. I mean, college, obviously. I worked at Allied Sporting Goods. I worked at Movies to Go, one of the first uh, video places ever that I ever saw. Um. You know, bro, then when I got older, I worked for CBS Publishing. I worked for, uh, what was that, McGraw-Hill? I worked for another publishing company, Random House. Well, another one, maybe McGraw-Hill. I don't even remember, bro. I worked for them. I worked, uh, I had my own business. I uh, uh, Three business. I, bro, I've worked a million jobs. And I got to be honest with you, this job, after that history of jobs, I really feel at peace. And I ice cream truck. Thank you. Thank you, GTA. I drove an ice cream truck for crying out loud. There were many, many other jobs in there too, bro. I just can't remember. I've had so many jobs in my life, bro. But um, I feel that I'm at more peace now than I've ever been before. And I think a lot of it has to do with this show. Um, because... I really feel this was God given to me. I believe with my platform and with my personality, um, getting God's word out in this forum or in this media, I believe was one of the things God wanted me to do. And I want to, I'm going to teach you something today, bro, that I guarantee you, you've never looked at this way before. And I really do believe that once you look at it this way, you're going to feel a significant change in your life and a significant change um, at the way you look at things. Because. We are all raised, bro, and you've heard me talk about this before, where it's all about us. Me, 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 me. So you're asking the question, God, what do you want me to do? Um, what is your will for me? See, when I pray, bro, what I say is, God, whatever is your will is my way. That's what I say. Whatever is your will is my way. Whatever it is you want me to do, it doesn't matter. I will do it for you to glorify you and to glorify your kingdom and to, to accomplish 
your job here on earth. So it doesn't matter. And that's what I always say, whatever is your, whatever is your will is my way. But I never say, God, what do you want me to do? Show me what you want me to do. Because it's not about me. It's about God. Um, and that's why I say, whatever is your will, whatever it is, whatever it is, I will be there. So I'm going to share something with you today that I think is going to make you look at things a little bit differently. And I think it will really, really, really help you. Um, many years ago, when I became a Christian, I was working at TNA. I was probably about 42-ish. So 18 years ago, bro. So what, what does that put us at 18 years ago? 2021, 2003, maybe, bro, 2003-ish. But um, when I became a Christian, Sting, Steve Borden, turned me on to a work study called um, Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby. And it was a, uh, it was a work study program. But believe it or not, bro, I had never read the book. I had the work study guide, but I never read the book. So I was in uh, thrifting the other day, and I saw Experiencing God by Henry T. Blackaby. And I thought of Steve immediately, and I was like, bro, I've got to get this book. Experiencing God. And there's, there's something I want to go over in here that is very, and it is short. And I think it's going to explain some things to you. Let me get some light on this book. See, uh, the quote is here from John four thirty four. Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. He's talking about him with a capital H. Every time you refer to God as him, God and him should always be in a capital H. But Jesus said to them, my food, what, what drives me and what I live on and what feeds my very being is to do the will of him. So that should be us. That's what we should be saying. My food, the very essence of who I am and what drives me and what motivates me and what keeps me moving is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. So doing God's will, I want you guys to pay close attention to this because I really believe uh, that this could have a great impact of your on your life. Again, this is from Experiencing God, um, Henry T. Blackaby. For Jesus, doing God's will was more important than food. Doing God's will is important for you too. When people seek to know and do the will of God, many ask the question, What is God's will for my life? Perhaps unconsciously, they focus on themselves, their lives, and what they are to do. 
A seminary professor of mine, Gaines S. Dobbins, used to say, if you ask the wrong question, you are going to get the wrong answer. Sometimes we assume that every question is a legitimate question. When we pursue an answer and always come up wrong, we cannot figure out what is happening. When you begin asking questions, always check to see if you have asked the right question before you pursue the answer. So sometimes we assume every question is legitimate, but when we pursue an answer, it always comes up wrong. And we don't know why. So when you begin to ask questions, always check to see if you have asked the right question. What is God's will for my life is not a bad question to ask. However, it's not the right question. I think the right question is simply, what is God's will? Once I know God's will and I can adjust my life to him and his purposes. So what is God's will? I am adjusting my life to God. God is not adjusting his life to me. How many human beings are on this planet? It doesn't work that way. God is not adjusting his life to us. We are all adjusting our life towards God. You are adjusting your life to God and his purposes. In other words, what is it that God is purposing where I am? Once I know what God is doing, then I know what I need to do. The focus needs to be on God and his purposes, not my life. In other words, what are you doing right now? Where are you in life? Who are the people around you? What is happening? Are eyes wide open? Are ears wide open? Is the brain open? Is the heart open? Are we looking for where is God? Where is God working in my life? With me and podcasting, I feel God is working right here. Here is where he is working. I have this vehicle because of God. I was born with a big mouth because of God. I am not afraid of being ridiculed and called a fake Christian because of God. He has given me all these things and these tools, and he is right here right now. So when you look at your life, you look at your relationships, you look at your job, you look at your day-to-day, where is God working? Where is God working when you examine your life? And that's where you go. That's where you go. You go to where you think God is working and where you feel his presence and where he may be calling you to help him. It's not about you. It's never about you. Man, I say that same message week after week after week. It's not about you. Where is God acting in my life right now? 
The focus needs to be on him and his purposes and not my life. Now, does that mean that God has no will concerning your life? He certainly does. He has a purpose and plan for your life, but the plan he has for your life is based on what he is doing in his world. What is God doing in his world? This is his world. This is what he created. This is his kingdom. What is he doing here? Most of the time, he's trying to fix everything that we screwed up. He has a great purpose in mind for all humankind throughout all time. His desire is for you to become involved in what he is doing. I I consider me doing this, getting involved in what God is doing. God is spreading his word and spreading his love throughout the world. And that's what I am doing. Finding out what he is doing helps you know what he will want to do through you. So look around your life. Be still. Be quiet. Don't talk. Don't speak. Look around your life with an open heart and an open mind. Where is God working? What is he doing in my life? Where can I see him? Where can I feel him? To ask God's will for my life, what must I first find out about God? When I am involved in God's work, what can I know about what he wants me to do through him? See, guys, we never look at life that way, and it's not our fault. Because everything, our entire existence on this planet is motivated on the self. Everything we see is all about what we should be doing. The world tries to dictate to you what you should be doing. What is glorified? We go through this a million times, bro. Power, money, that's glorified, bro. And we all need to make more money. We all need to be more important than the guy next to us. The entire concentration on our being through media is the self, the self. We are the most important thing, and we become more and more and more important through fame, through fortune, through celebrity, through money. Money equals power. Power equals greed, and that's how we become the people we are. And we are totally off of focus. of trying to figure out where God is in our lives. Where is God working? Where does God want us to go? And that's why I say this all the time, man, and it is so hard because we all get caught up in minutia and and BS, 
I do. And as I said, man, once you get caught up in nonsense and you're all upset and you're all stressed out, ask yourself one simple question. Is this going to matter when I'm dead? Is any of this going to matter or be important when I'm dead? That's what you have to ask yourself. And don't wait till you're an old man like me. You can do this in your teens, in your 20s, in your 30s. Is what is upsetting me so much right now that my whole life is focused on it? Is this going to matter when I'm dead? We we were just the other day, bro, Friday, Friday. Me and my wife were just driving to go out to dinner. We are stopped in traffic. Keep in mind, bro, I just bought my wife um, this car, um, I don't know, six months ago, whatever it was. I don't even think it was that. We're sitting there, bro. All of a sudden, boom, my wife gets rammed in the back. Immediately, my wife yells out, are you effing kidding me? And she's in complete panic. Okay. Now, bro, keep in mind, we were stopped in traffic. We were hit from behind. She is in complete panic mode. Now, bro, understand, listen, I'm not picking on my wife. I'm just telling you how God works in my life. I'm not picking on my wife. It was, you know, bro, when, when, you're, when your car is still and not moving and then you're jarred in the back, there's some shock. But immediately my wife went into panic, okay? Bro, I'm just telling you, because of the way God works through me, prior to God, bro, I would have been pissed off. I would have been irate. I know we just got the car. The car is in beautiful shape. And and my emotions would have run rampant. Okay? But now I'm sitting in the passenger seat. I know she's okay. We just got hit from behind. Okay? Nobody's hurt. So, you know, she's ready to stop the car in the middle of the street. I'm like, no, about 300 feet up there. You can turn right in a parking lot. Don't stop the traffic. Just go and turn right. While she's doing that, I'm I'm already on the phone with 911. Listen, we've been in an accident. And then what I find out is when we pull in the parking lot, the car that hits us pulls behind us and then a third car pulls behind that car. So the first car hit the second car who hit us. There are three cars involved. So I calm her down because again, this is guys, this is a fender bender. That's what it is. She's safe. Everybody's okay. The girl who who got hit and plowed into us was crying, upset. I went over to her. 
I made sure she was okay. She was fine. I'm on the phone with 911. My wife has settled down now. I go back to the first car. It was a Jeep. Nonetheless, the guy's all right. Everybody's okay, okay? But, bro, my point is getting in a fender bender, okay, bro, is not going to matter when you're dead. It's not going to matter. So we focus so much time on the small stuff, complaining about people at work, fighting with people, arguing with people, gossip, hearsay, all this stuff we get involved in. None of it matters, bro. And while we're getting involved in all this other minutia, we're not trying to figure out where God is in our life and what God, where God is working and what God wants us to do for him. We're all so wrapped up in our own lives, bro. We would not have a life if it wasn't for God. We wouldn't exist. And look at all the stuff we're getting wrapped up in that has nothing to do with God. We're all getting wrapped up in money and power and ego and stabbing each other in the back and censoring each other and protesting each other and killing each other. This is what we're getting all about. Is God working there? Is God working there? And on a smaller scale, you know, the social media. What? We waste massive, massive, massive time in our lives with absolute bullshit. You got to find the peace and the tranquility and look for God in your life. Where is God working? And where can I assist him? Where can I help him? Where do I need to go? But none of that is ever going to happen if the focus is on you. It's never going to happen. There's how many million yous in this world? How many yous are in this world? And everybody is worried about themselves, asking God, what plan you got for me, God? What do you got in store? No, bro, it don't work that way. It works. God, what are you doing? Where do you want me? What's going on in my life right now that you want me and need me to be a part of? But there's so much noise in all our lives, bro, that we don't have the time to meditate on that. And we don't have the time to search for God's will and search for the truth. I swear, one of the easiest and simplest phrases in the Bible is, be still. Be still. Just be still and listen. Be quiet and listen. Find a peace and listen. Be still. Be still and listen. And there is such a peace that comes with that. 
And I didn't know that piece in my younger years, but I know it now. But guys, as I say every show, you can't do this without God. And all you have to do is ask him. Commit your, confess your sins. Let him know you know you fall, you've fallen short. You are not perfect. You are a sinner. But you want him to take over your life. You cannot do this without him. Where are you, God, in my life? I want to join you. That is your personal decision to make. That is it, everybody. That is life. I'll see you next week. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. 